welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello, hello there. I hope you're doing really well. It's Fran here back for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about how you can support your immune system naturally. It is smack bang in the middle of winter here in Australia, and I know a lot of people are catching colds and flus and just generally feeling a little under the weather. But if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, this is definitely going to help you as well, because the things that we are going to discuss in the episode are really just going to help you create a strong and resilient body. And there are also going to be some tools that you can whip out anytime you're feeling a little less than your optimal self. I want to chat about something that I've been observing a lot lately. What I see a lot of today is people outsourcing their health and immunity in a really disempowering way. They stock up on cold and flu tablets and then basically just cross their fingers and hope for the best. But your health and your resilience absolutely impacts your immunity. Your immunity is basically your body's inbuilt defenses. And what matters when it comes to immunity is really the pillars of health. Nutrition, gut health, sleep, stress, movement. All of these things are super important for your resilience and your immune health. It's not up to fate. It's not up to whether or not your cupboard is fully stocked with cold and flu tablets. It's up to you and the actions that you take on a daily basis to support your health and your immunity. So we're going to start with the pillars of health that relate to immunity, and then we're going to move on to more specific supplement recommendations. I know it can be really tempting to just opt for the supplement recommendations because the pillars of health, the diet, the gut health, the sleep and the rest, those things are hard and they take a little bit more work. But I really want to encourage you to make those things a priority because they do move the needle in all areas of your health and your life. Step number one to support your immune system naturally is nutrient-dense foods. So we want to give your body the building blocks it needs for optimal health and optimal immune function. And we also want to balance our blood sugar levels because when our blood sugar levels are imbalanced and we're getting hangry and having energy crashes, this is actually a huge stress on the body, which can absolutely impact your immunity. So in terms of what foods to eat, we're focusing on whole foods as much as possible, fruits, veggies, nuts and seeds seafood, eggs, animal protein, all that good stuff. And then in terms of balancing your blood sugar levels, we just want to make sure that we're eating regularly and we're always having healthy fats and proteins at every meal and with your snacks as well. We also want to look specifically at nutrients that are going to support our immune function. We will chat more about some of the specific foods and supplements in a second, but there are two that I really want to mention here. First up, oysters, which are a really rich source of zinc. I definitely recommend including these in your diet if you can handle the taste. I'm actually personally not a huge fan of oysters, so I got to get my zinc elsewhere. But if you love oysters, that is awesome. 
And the other nutrient-dense food I want to mention is organ meats like liver, which are also rich in zinc and also B vitamins, iron, choline, and other really important nutrients. So when it comes to nutrient-dense foods, remembering to just eat whole foods as much as you possibly can, balance your blood sugar by eating healthy fats and protein at each meal and not going too long in between meals if you feel like you need that support for your blood sugar levels. And then also consider adding in some of these nutrient-dense foods like oysters or organ meats like liver. I will just say quickly as well, if you don't like liver, if you don't want to eat pate or add, you know, liver to your food, that's perfectly fine. You can also get liver in capsule form or powder form, so you can just take it as a supplement. Or if you get the powder form, you can easily add it to a bolognese sauce or curries and that sort of thing, and you won't even taste it. But if you can get it from food, I think that's a great idea as well, because I know it can be overwhelming taking lots of different supplements. And we don't want to get too overwhelmed and we don't want to have a supplement cupboard that is overflowing with things that we're never going to use. So we've covered nutrient-dense foods for immunity. Now we're going to chat about gut health. And gut health is really important when it comes to our immune function because around 70% of the immune system is found in the gut. And HCL, or hydrochloric acid, our stomach acid, is actually the first line of defense against invaders that enter the digestive tract. Things like bacteria and viruses. So we want to make sure that we have adequate levels of stomach acid, and we also want to make sure that we have a good balance of bacteria in the gut. Some signs that you may have low HCL or low stomach acid include reflux or indigestion an aversion to protein, or difficulty digesting protein-rich foods. Also, having a lot of food sensitivities could definitely suggest that you have low HCL as well. In order to figure out your HCL levels, you can do something called the HCL challenge, which basically involves taking an HCL supplement and then very gradually increasing your dose to see how many of those capsules or tablets you get up to. However, the HCL challenge isn't going to be right for everyone. If you have reflux or any sort of inflammation of the digestive tract right now, this isn't going to be right for you. So I definitely suggest speaking with a practitioner to figure out how you can optimize your HCL levels. Some things that you can do to support your HCL levels and just generally increase your digestive juices without actually taking an HCL supplement include just having citrus like lemon and lime. You can add these to warm water or you can squeeze them on top of curries and salads and that kind of thing. You can also have digestive bitters and apple cider vinegar. Again, you can add this to salad dressings or just have a little shot diluted in water. So that's HCL and digestive juices. The other thing that we want to consider when it comes to supporting our gut health is the balance of bacteria in the gut. And we can improve that through prebiotic and probiotic foods. So probiotic foods are the things that already naturally contain good bacteria, like kefir and sauerkraut, that kind of thing. And prebiotic foods are things that feed the good bacteria in the gut, in the large intestine. Things like root veggies, onion and garlic and asparagus. So as long as you can tolerate them, getting in some form of prebiotic and probiotic foods every day. And if you can't tolerate them, if you have IBS or SIBO or something like that, please make sure you actually have a plan to reintroduce prebiotic and probiotic foods because it can actually do harm to your gut if you're avoiding these foods in the long term. 
If you want to learn more about prebiotic and probiotic foods specifically, you can go and check out episode number 53 of this podcast, where I take more of a deep dive into prebiotics and probiotics. The next one of the pillars that we want to focus on to support our immune health is sleep and rest. And again, I know it can be tempting to go and take the supplements and just disregard the sleep and rest, but this is just one area that you really can't afford to shortchange yourself in. It really does have a huge impact on your immune health. So do your very best to get your eight to nine hours of sleep every night. And you might even find that you need a little bit more sleep when you're under the weather. And that's perfectly okay as well. Try and give yourself that if you can. And also give yourself some rest and downtime where you're not on, you're not on social media. Maybe you're reading fiction or taking a bath and listening to music or going for a walk with no headphones or nothing to distract you. This time to just process and be with your thoughts can actually be really supportive for your health, help you manage stress and thereby, you know, help your immune system as well. So that's the pillars of health that really relate to immunity, nutrient-dense foods, gut health, and sleep and rest. Now we're going to go on to some of the specific nutrients that support your immune health. Just a short break from the episode to let you know that I'm currently offering free strategy sessions. This is a 20-minute call with me to discuss your current health challenges and goals and for you to find out more about how functional nutrition can support you. If you're sick and tired of putting up with frustrating symptoms and you're ready to wake up feeling light, energized and healthy, I reckon it's time to take action. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash strategy session or the link in the show notes to book your free strategy session. First up, we have vitamin C, which supports the immune system by helping the body fight infections. And it also reduces the effects of environmental pollutants. You can find vitamin C in foods, and some of the foods that contain the highest levels of vitamin C include papaya, capsicum or bell peppers, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and strawberries. And you can also get it in supplement form. As with every supplement, quality is important and we want to make sure that it's in a highly absorbable form. So a liposomal form is a really good option here. Zinc is another nutrient that really supports the immune system and helps the body fight infections. There are some really great food sources of zinc that I mentioned before. The highest food sources include oysters, liver and other organ meats, beef, lamb, sesame seeds and pumpkin seeds. And again, if you're going to take a zinc supplement, make sure it is good quality and in an absorbable form like zinc picolinate. It's a good idea to figure out if you actually need zinc and if you'd actually benefit from it. And you can do that using a zinc taste test. All you need to do this is a liquid zinc supplement, which you can usually find at a pharmacy or a health food shop. To do the zinc taste test, all you need to do is get out a stopwatch or your phone, set the timer for 30 seconds and put a tablespoon of the zinc in your mouth and just hold it in your mouth and swish it around a little and observe the taste of that zinc. If it tastes awful and it tastes really strong, you can spit it out straight away and that suggests that you don't actually need zinc and you don't have a zinc deficiency. 
But if the taste is very mild or if it just tastes like water or it's a little bit sweet, that suggests that you actually have a zinc deficiency. So you can swallow the zinc and then take some zinc supplements or at least ensure that you're getting plenty of zinc from the food you're eating. Repeat that test every three to four weeks to see how your zinc status is going. A quick note on zinc, zinc and HCL or stomach acid are basically best buddies. We need zinc to make stomach acid and we need stomach acid to actually get the zinc out of our food. So if you've been taking zinc supplements and they're not getting you anywhere, or you've been working on improving your HCL and you're not getting anywhere, then you may want to consider the opposite. So if you've been working on your HCL or stomach acid, then consider zinc and vice versa. If you've been working on zinc, then consider taking some HCL or doing some of those things that I discussed before to boost the production of your digestive juices. Okay, the next nutrient we have is the fat-soluble vitamins A and D. We know that a deficiency in vitamin A impairs immune function and increases susceptibility to infections. And vitamin D regulates and strengthens the function of the immune system. Some great sources of these fat-soluble vitamins in food are fatty fish like sardine and mackerel. Grass-fed ghee and butter are also great sources of fat-soluble vitamins. And if you're after a supplement, cod liver oil is a great option. It's also a great idea to get your vitamin D levels checked every now and then because of this really important role in the immune system. And due to the lives that many of us lead, it can be hard to get enough vitamin D. If you learn that you actually have a deficiency in vitamin D, then probably just getting vitamin D from these food forms is not going to be quite enough for you. If you're going to take a vitamin D supplement, again, quality is really important. And we also want to consider the cofactor, which is K2. So make sure that you get a good quality vitamin D supplement that has K2 if you find out that you have a vitamin D deficiency. And finally, the last thing we're going to discuss when it comes to immune support is glutathione, which is the master antioxidant. You can find this in food form in a lot of different veggies like broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale and bok choy. It helps protect the immune system by basically enabling the frontline soldiers of the immune system to increase in numbers. And it also activates the natural killer cells of the immune system. So again, there are those food options, the cruciferous veggies that I mentioned before, or you can also get glutathione in supplement form as well. And as with vitamin C, liposomal is a highly absorbable form of glutathione. So to recap, when it comes to immune health, the pillars of health really, really matter. First up, we want to support our immune system with food. So by eating whole foods as much as possible, and also balancing our blood sugar levels to minimize stress on the body. I'd also encourage you to consider adding in some specifically nutrient-dense foods that can support the immune system, like oysters and organ meats like liver. Number two is supporting your gut health by making sure you have optimal levels of stomach acid and also supporting your microbiome by consuming prebiotic and probiotic foods. Next up, we wanna make sleep and rest a priority and the specific nutrients that we wanna consider to support our immune system include vitamin C and zinc, fat-soluble vitamins A and D, and glutathione. As always, I recommend getting these from food as much as possible. But if you feel like you need some extra support, you can have some of these supplements 
in their most high quality form on hand to take as needed to support your immune system. So I hope you found this helpful. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or a question you'd like me to answer on a future episode of the podcast, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram, Fran Dargaville, which is just my name, or you can send me an email on hello at frandargaville.com. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.